it's very, very off the radar, very, very technical. I know, you just don't understand what this does. And as soon as you do, you'll switch everything. Hello and welcome. So in today's show, we are joined by the Cake Wallet guys um, to talk about possible integration with Decred, which should, should be really, really interesting. Now, behind the scenes, there's been a conscious effort to bring Decred into the wider crypto space. Um, one area that's likely to be a barrier, barrier to entry for, for DCR is the availability on popular mobile wallets and apps. So we're hoping that this integration is with, or a possible integration with the Cake Wallet could um, fill that gap, which would be absolutely amazing. Now, Tivra has kind of led this whole thing forward, so I'm just here for the ride. Um, I've never used Cake Wallet, so I apologize for that in advance, but hopefully... Um, um, Tivra will fill in all the gaps and tell us what's so great about this thing. And I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's absolutely amazing. Um, as it currently stands, Decred is only available, I believe, on two mobile wallets, and that is Trust and Exodus. Um, both have, have fairly okay um, user experiences, but the main wallet for Decred is at the moment is the Decreditom um, desktop wallet, which is absolutely amazing so it'd be nice to see if we can actually fill that gap so um we're joined by justin we're hoping that um vic sharma will, will be with us shortly he's, he's running a bit late he's got some other stuff to do which is is a busy man of course um so let's just let's have a look let's, let's talk to justin about um what how are you introduced to crypto how's your journey been so far and what where does the cake wallet fit into this this whole journey sure so uh, Vic has a different story than me. He'll be able to tell it in a second. But uh, I found cryptocurrency after I already was using Tor and I2P and other decentralized networks. And after I grew up in a household where my dad was running uh, Boink, which is a distributed computing where your, your CPU or GPU could contribute to uh, citizen science projects. So I was already familiar with the idea of a decentralized network and with mining in a sense, but for a research project. And so I came across Bitcoin, thought it was pretty interesting and was like, oh, well, people use decentralized networks for privacy, right? And then went down the whole privacy bandwagon from there, found Monero in, in 2015, contributed to Monero, but also have been involved in other cryptocurrency ecosystems as well. While I was a student at the University of Minnesota, I ran a student cryptocurrency club there. And I also, I, I mean, I'm still technically a moderator of the cryptocurrency subreddit, but I don't really uh, do much day-to-day -day stuff there anymore. But I definitely helped uh, a lot of their needs in late 2017 and on as you know the subreddit exploded and cryptocurrency exploded. So I've been in various places, but privacy for cryptocurrency is certainly very dear to my heart. I joined Cake in what was it 2020 2021 2021 i think um and uh cake has been around since before then but now that vic's here i think i'll hand it off to him to give his background with with cryptocurrencies and then the background with the start of cake oh justin thank you so much for that introduction it's, it's great to hear that i'd never heard of boink before that, that that sounds interesting i'm gonna have to research that one but um great to have you with us Vic. It's fantastic we're just doing a little introduction so if you wouldn't mind taking it away taking it tell us a little bit about your your crypto journey and uh and what the cake wallet is to you i suppose and, and how it's progressing sure sure uh first of all thanks a lot for having us on appreciate it uh both phoenix and tivra am i pronouncing that correctly Okay, great. Yeah. So um, my 
crypto journey began around 2013. Um, I mean, I had heard of Bitcoin. I thought, okay, that's something I got to look into. But finally got into it around 2013. And just doing what everybody else was doing was buying it and, you know, using Coinbase. Um, and I started mining as well. I bought a couple ASIC miners off of eBay and was running them in the basement of our our office in one of our office buildings. And that was fun for a while. Um, then I guess around 2016 or late 2016 or 2017, I thought, you know, all this Bitcoin is great and great technology. It's amazing, but I got to do something with it. I got to use it. So um, I got on the dark web, one of the dark, dark net markets and I uh, thought, you know, let me try, let me try buying something. Um, and, I, and I've told this story many times. I mean, if Monero people listen to this uh, podcast, they'd be like, yeah, we've heard this story before, but I think your audience maybe hasn't heard it. Um, so I thought, let me try to buy something. And I, I tried buying antibiotics. You know, I didn't feel like going to the doctor. You know, in, in the U.S., you need a prescription for everything. So I thought, let me let me just try to buy some uh, antibiotics. And as soon as I sent my Bitcoin from my Coinbase account to a darknet address, like within minutes, I got an email from Coinbase saying, um, you're, you've violated your terms of service or terms of use and, um, and we've disabled your account. So then I started thinking, how the hell do these guys know that, um, where am I sending Bitcoin? And there's so many Bitcoin addresses. How the heck do they know this one address was related to some, some darknet thing? So at that point, I I, I re started realizing, you know, Bitcoin is not that private. And, um, you know, at the same time, I think the darknet market at that time was Alphabay. That was pretty popular. And I noticed there's this other coin on there called Monero. And, and I started thinking, why Monero? Why not Ethereum? Why not, you know, Litecoin or, or Bitcoin Cash? I don't even think Bitcoin Cash was there at that time. And um, started to appreciate the the privacy uh, nature of cryptocurrency. I mean, not just Monero, but just in general. And and realizing how open Bitcoin was and how transparent it was. And that led me down to another rabbit hole of privacy in, in cryptocurrency. And in 2017, uh, we started building Cake Wallet, uh, which was aimed and geared towards privacy. Um, you know, private private transactions, and um, we launched in 2018. And since then, we've added Bitcoin, Litecoin, Haven, and, and hopefully soon uh, Decred. If I'm saying that correctly, yeah. Um, and that's where we are. Ah, oh, Vic, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I mean, before you came on, I was just saying, you know where Decred is currently at at the moment, trying to kind of get more integration into the, the wider crypto space. And at the moment, the, the main barrier to entry is, is this mobile arena. We've got some pretty fantastic tech in terms of um, desktop wallets and desktop exchange and, and a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Um, but anybody that wants to come into Decred and just use it day to day like you were talking about then and um, it becomes a big issue. And I, and I really admire what, what yourself and um, Justin and Tiver have been communicating here to try and get Decred onto the project. I think that's going to be um, absolutely brilliant. Now, like I said in the beginning, I've not used Cake Wallet yet, but 
Tiver has told me so many wonderful things about it. So um, from a, from a, and I don't know who wants to say this, if, if Tiver, from a decred perspective, someone that's quite active in the community, why, why is this so important? Why is Cake Wallet so important to pursue for us? Thank you for the introduction and um, nice to meet you, uh, Justin and uh, Vic, finally, it's nice to meet you. Um, so just a little bit of background also, um, you know, when I started with BTC, like Vic around 2013, I also, my, my first image, I didn't research it really in depth. I thought it was private global internet money. That's what I, what I thought it was because I just the pseudonymous nature of Bitcoin convinced me that it's anonymous enough. I didn't research it in depth. Then um, a similar story also related to, um, uh, to, to, to wanting to use it and finding out that, uh, yeah, that it's not so anonymous as I, as I thought it was. Uh, then I found Monero later and later I got interested also in Decred, which to the listeners who are not familiar with Decred, Monero and Decred share some of the, a little bit of history together because one of the dev, devs was uh, um, instrumental to both projects in the beginning. Um, so I was creating, uh, I first met v Vic on one of my spaces, which I created about uh, privacy coins, Monero and so on. And uh, what strikes me, just to, to give a really general picture of what I like so much about Cake Wallet, you know, is uh, what I see, the problem I see in crypto right now is you have, um, let's say, uh, part of the community that is very principled. Everything is about principles and so on, which it's not so prominent as it used to be, but it's still in some communities is st still strong. And then you have an, another part of the community that say that is very uh, um, pragmatic and, um, you know, is willing to do compromises about principles just so that either, either that it's useful or that it's good as, a, as an investment. Um, but what interests me most and what was the initial promise to me, like what I imagined about crypto is that it could, it could affect the world. It could really change the world, right? And I don't see that enough. And I, the reason is maybe there aren't enough things that combine these two, you know, the principles and pragmatics that you don't compromise on either of the, of the two. And that's what I see with Cake Wallet. I see a project that is simultaneously uh, uh, um, rooted in principles, which uh, I also believe in, but at the same time, it's very pragmatic. And, um, why specifically for why I think especially for Decred it can be useful to be on Cake Wallet. Decred is like is a, is a is a is a DAO. It's a decentralized organization. So the developers are are paid. Uh, they submit proposals. So people who own Decred then vote on the proposals, and the developers get paid um, uh, directly from the block reward if they get voted on by the holders. So uh, I think the best, I mean, this is one of the best ways how to get crypto, right? Because like Vic said, like there are problems with uh, getting them on centralized exchanges. Um, and the decentralized exchange, exchanges are great and so on, but you cannot get, you cannot uh, do fiat to crypto exchange in that way, right? 
So, um, but one of the best ways is, okay, mining, that's perfect because uh, it's completely permissionless. And other ways working for crypto and getting paid in crypto. Uh, but then how do you, what do you do with the, let's say you, you develop something for Decred, you get paid, and then what do you do with the Decred, right? So um, the best way would be to be able to spend it, right? To, to, to be able to use it. So I think the being on Cake Wallet, I think it's a natural, uh, there is a logic to it. It's a natural development for the credits. Great, so that we could, you know, spend what people earn directly. The Crediton is a great wallet, like you said, but uh, it's like a software wallet. is mostly used people for storing value, for uh, writing invoices, and so on. But you know, a mobile wallet that has uh, uh, ability to buy gift cards and so on is a uh, it's a perfect match for Decred, I think. Um, so, uh, yeah, and the last thing I wanted to say for now is that uh, it's amazing how approachable the Cake Wallet guys, especially Vic, are. Like, you can just uh, talk to them. Like, I had a lot of experience approaching various uh, companies or projects about, uh, let's say, collaboration, about Decred and other stuff. And, uh, you know, I never had such a good... Uh, um experience as, as now you know like really open and approachable so i i really i really like this yeah i listened to your um your twitter space when vic came on and you said hey how about an integration with cake wallet and he's like yeah no worries i was like oh <laughs> that is so cool it's such a nice that's a nice approach I, I really appreciate that actually um one of the backstories of of decred is we did used to have a a mobile wallet and they actually spent, I mean, this is before I even came to the project. Um, and they actually spent quite a bit of money on developing it. And unfortunately, their their last proposal, which I believe was like their fourth proposal, um, it got rejected. It was it was too much money. I think they wanted something like 200000 for a year's worth of work. And and in the end, they said, no, this, this isn't going to work for us. And the minute that the proposal stops, it vanished. The whole the whole thing stops. And, 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 and I, I always, I felt, that was a bit of a bad taste in my mouth because although we didn't want to go forward, it should have still, there should have been sub, um, there should have been a secondary proposal just to maintain what we already had. And, and for the people that enjoyed the mobile wallet and it was on iOS and Android, you know, it was, it was the ideal way to, to kind of get, get, get into to Decred and store it. Um, and when that just disappeared, it was like, you know, that that's not, not really on. So, it would be it would be really nice to kind of get a really nice mobile app that we can move forward. And one of the things I quite liked when I was talking to Tivra pre-show is that yeah, I believe it's got an exchange built in. I believe um, Monero is part of that. And one of the things I was personally thinking is it'd be great. And and I know a lot of the Decred community are, are well up for this. It'd be great to be able to to transact between Decred and Monero as seamless as it should be. At the moment, it's, it's quite difficult. I mean, do you have? I don't know, Justin or Fick, you want to take that on? But what would be the what would be the experience for for Decred initially? Is there is there kind of a staging process, or or is it all kind of all, once you're on there, you get you get the whole integration? Sure. Let me just step up and uh, give a little bit of additional cake context there. Um, so. There's a few key things um, about Cake that are important to understand. One, it's open source with an MIT license. So all the work that goes into this Cake Wall integration 
is completely reusable by any number of wallets or anyone else or anyone in your community who wants to build upon it from there. It's not just cakes. You're building something that can be reused. And we've seen other other people take cakes code and run in various directions with their own uh, their own implementations in the past. So you're not building something that's just for cake. It really is something for the Decred community that works in cake, but you could still use somewhere else as well. Um, and it's also non-custodial. So we don't hold your keys, you hold your own keys. And so you get full management of how you actually would interact with Decred. And then one last point I like to raise too, is that unlike the vast majority or every other uh, multi-coin wallet I've seen, Cake doesn't throw a particular asset just in an exchange-like list of other assets. It's not like Trust Wallet where Decred is just one coin and Decred needs to fit into the UI that everything else would share. And it makes all the coins really neutered and look the same. You don't really understand why you'd use one over the other because it's an exchange-like interface. You're just buying and selling. With Cake Wallet, what we do is separate each asset into its own completely unique experience and will allow uh, actual additions into the Decred specific components of the app. So things that are unique to Decred, like uh, perhaps some sort of staking implementation in the future. That's something where, you know, we don't need to bicker about how the staking implementation would potentially interfere with the Monero-like interface that doesn't have the staking feature. We can build a Decred specific component around what makes Decred shine. So it allows us to really build full in-depth integrations around a particular uh, asset sort of as if you had your own complete dedicated unique application for that type of experience so that's some of the main reasons i think a lot of people like to use cake wallet is there's actual character behind the different coins that you're using and you get to feel that as opposed to it just being a number <laughs> that shows up next to other numbers so uh that's that's i think some important cake context there and um one of the benefits of you guys further uh, working to integrate with Cake is that, um, you know, once it's actually integrated, we're interested in maintaining that integration as well because we want to have this continue. So we'll invest, in, you know, ongoing resources from the Cake side and making sure that this doesn't just lapse when you guys have upgrades and stuff. For the Monero network, we have to do upgrades every so often to stay up to date or else the wallet would be kicked off. So we have to be familiar with this process anyway. So we're, we're, it's very native to us. And then finally, your question on the actual uh, exchange implementation within Cake Wallet. Today, you can create an exchange in Cake between Decred and Monero, but you can't natively store the Decred in Cake Wallet. So you'd have to bring a, a Decred wallet from somewhere else. Let's say you're using your desktop wallet. You can create the exchange in Cake, but then you need to send the details of where to send the Decred to your other wallet and then send it, and then you'll see the Monero in Cake or, or vice versa. By having Decred natively supported in Cake Wallet, you can choose your own wallets from the address book that are auto-filled, and you don't need to leave or go anywhere, and it's all in one nice place, and it's really easy for transacting and, and uh, exchanging in one singular location. I think we might have lost you that last that last sentence, Justin. No, did you finish on transaction? Uh, sorry, there's so. there's some I lag on so. my end, so I might have to reload. But um, right. 
it's uh, yeah, it allows you to very easily have a comprehensive exchange and transaction experience within the within the wallet without having to leave go somewhere else. It handles a lot of the more uh, frustrating user experience aspects just directly, so you don't need to, don't need to think or worry about them. Oh wow, that's amazing! Did you have something to add, Dumpit? No, I think uh, Justin covered it. I mean, you know what he was saying earlier about each wallet, and unlike other wallets out there, I don't want to name anybody. There's lots of good wallets out there. In Cake, you're essentially a, a whole complete wallet within the app, whether it's for Decred or Monero or Litecoin or Bitcoin. Even if you have multiple Decred wallets or multiple Bitcoin wallets or multiple Monero wallets within Cake Wallet, they each operate like totally separate wallets, totally separate apps. Um, and the reason we did that is exactly what Justin explained. It's to give a unique experience for each coin rather than just having the same UI, same feature, same everything for each coin. So we realized, I mean, we I guess we were lucky to realize that early on that each coin has different uses, has different experiences, has different kind of user base that may want it. Um, and then just going back to the exchange, I think the exchange was is important because we want people to use Cake as a payment tool. So let's say you're sitting on a bunch of Decred and you want to buy something off of, I don't know, wherever that, and they only take Bitcoin. So you don't have to worry about, you know, first converting. You can actually just use that exchange and to pay seamlessly in whatever the receiver wants to receive. You can be sitting on, I don't know, Litecoin and paying Doge or whatever, you know. So uh, <laughs> that, that, that I think was important for us. We wanted this wallet to be used, not just something cool. You just download and put a bunch of Decred or, or Litecoin or Monero in there and forget about it. We want you to open it every day. We want you to use it. Um, and hopefully that happens for Decred as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wanted to add, this is really wonderful what um, Justin and Vic said about each wallet having their own character, let's say, on uh, on Cake Wallet. This is the, this is the reason why I think you know you mentioned before we once had our own mobile wallet, but you know, in this sense, I see that you know now Cake Wallet can, if this integration happens, right, it can be our mobile wallet. I don't even need we need a you know our own separate because if we can integrate these features like he mentioned, you know, staking or other features that are Decred specific, right then this can be our main wallet, right? I mean, there is no reason to even um, have a separate mobile because, you know, uh, Musk these days talks a lot about this everything app and so on, and I, I'm not sympathetic to it, but I am I am sympathetic to one thing about that. that oh, we're putting we, in social media and Cake Wallet next. No, oh, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, but one thing that I am sympathetic about that is only that having like thousands of applications on your mobile is also not, you know, the idea of having one mobile wallet, if it's good for all my crypto assets, it's attractive to me. It is attractive. If it's, you know, it's non-custodial, it keeps to the, the principles I care about. And I think Cake Wallet does. So, um, well, was yeah. that, was that other wallet? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing Ex his name. Exodus. Right? No, no, you were saying there was another wallet and which is not there anymore. Was it being built oh, by it, Ray, Radar? Rida? That's Rida. right, the Radar Group. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, I've met that guy like a few a... times. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're they're probably okay. I mean, it was just I yeah. thought it was just a bit unfortunate that it just disappeared when the proposal failed mm. after three years worth of work. So it's yeah, I hopefully guess no the, criticism. The community thought it was a bit too pricey. I think. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, the proposal was like two hundred fifty k, I believe. Right. Mm. Phoenix, do you remember? I mean, it, it started off at 400, but I, I think it's almost irrelevant. Okay. It, it's almost irrelevant what the mm -hmm. proposal was. The, the thing that I didn't particularly like, or I didn't, you know, being being that I actually used the, the mobile wallet, um, was that it disappeared. And there should have been some kind of proposal, even if they put one person on the job just to maintain it. Because it's not like Decred has really upgraded that much over the last year or so that it's been gone. And I think that was my main concern. Um, mm -hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't cheap. I, I think over the four years we spent at least I mean it's easily over two hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars um, to actually build build the app and stuff. So uh, uh, yeah, so it, le it left a little bit of a sour, sour taste. And, and there was no ifs or buts. We need uh, a mobile wallet, and I completely agree with mm -hmm. what Tivra was saying. And I actually think we probably need more mo mobile wallets, not just not just one. Um, you know, just so you have that variety of choice. And I love the fact of what Justin and both Vic said about they are treated as individual wallets rather than just having a, a single key for every single wallet, which drives me crazy, to be fair. Um, so that I thought that was that was really, really cool. Um, there was something else I was going to pick up on as well, but I forgot what it was. Um, may I just ask something? Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious about, uh, I would like a better understanding of what's happening with the, with the CakePay mobile. Uh, is it currently working or because that's a that's Justin's baby? I'll let him answer that. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Um, so CakePay Mobile uh, is currently not operational. The party that was running the service decided they no longer wanted to be involved in the cryptocurrency industry anymore. So uh, we're setting up CakePay Web first, which is a similar service. Um, we expect to make an announcement on that either next week or the following. Um, so we are working on that, but uh, mobile will be a little bit longer. We'll have to see what the actual end implementation looks like on web, what the feedback looks like. And so then it's, uh, it's temporary. Let's say it's temporary situation right now with the. Yeah, yeah. It, it probably won't come back in the exact same form, but we're working on getting that back in the app in a similar form of, as we can make it. That's great. But, but, uh, okay. but the web web version will come on live first. Yeah. I at see, least a, at least a beta in, in like Justin said in two to three weeks. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Okay, another question. Uh, it's a little bit more technical. If you know, you know, because um, uh, my friend from the Decred community, Jay-Z, asked me to ask you that. And he's curious if, you, if you'd be able to use uh, the existing SPV light wallet uh, of Decred instead of having to use a more centralized backend like Blockbook? Do you maybe know this? I mean, this is a very specific technical questions, question, otherwise. Um... It, yeah, it, it can be built that way. Um, okay. So our, our discussions on the actual integration so far are from, uh, at least our Telegram username is Joe Gruffins. They're the one that reached out to us that really kickstarted this whole thing, making sure that we are even interested in, in, you know, merging an implementation that they'd work on. So things have just started. They have been, a, like, their first step was build Cake Wallet, 
check. They got cake while it built. Uh, then it was um, warning some of the basics of Flutter. And that's what's going through now because Cakewall is built in Flutter. So ultimately, Cakewall as a Flutter app can be built so the Decred component can plug into either an SPV-like implementation or you know, more centralized, uh, probably lighter client implementation. Frankly, from our perspective, I would say we are the most willing of most people to have pretty intense client requirements, thing that, things that a lot of wallets, other wallets would say, oh no, well, we don't want to do that. We're used to running a Monero implementation where you need to sync all of the UTXOs on the, the end user's side to see what money is theirs. So we're already used to very heavy overheads. And so even heavy overheads for other assets are still light compared to Monero ones. So. I would say whatever implementation makes the most sense from a you know decentralization, privacy, security perspective, we're all ears to to and also just what's going to be the easiest to add and what won't take you know two hundred thousand dollars of the community's money and then be further picked down the line. Um, yeah, whatever is the most sensible is is uh, is what we'll, we'll work on. And I, so Joe did mention some stuff about. Uh, SPV, I'm not sure what his initial goals were. I think that's a discussion he plans to have with the rest of the Decred community to see what makes the most sense. And we'll be present to the discussions that are relevant for us to uh, participate in as well. Great answer. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, amazing. I didn't realize Joe was involved. He's, um, he's great, actually. And we've our Bison Relay app is also built on, on Flutter. So they've, they've, got a little, they've got a little experience with that. Uh, okay. We've got a question from Matt in the comments. Just basically saying, how does Cake handle private keys um, for security, and what should users users be cautious of um, about this type of hot wallet? Yeah, that, that, yeah, it's a good question. Um, so, if you're using your phone to download all sorts of apps, using it your daily driver to go to a bunch of potentially insecure websites, clicking on random links, going to restaurants and scanning QR code. Uh, QR codes from tables and things. There's going to be some limitations on what uh, you know level of security you can offer if you're you're bringing your phone everywhere. Uh, but that said, mobile operating systems are pretty good relative to desktop operating systems at segregating particular app user experiences and then isolating the most you know uh, sensitive security components into particular parts of the chipset. So both Android and iOS for for mobile and also for the, uh, the Mac OS as well, they have secure storage systems. And so we make use of those in order to store, you know, the private key data as, as relevant. And then we follow very standard encryption methods for things like creating backup files. If you're taking that backup file and taking it to, um, you know, moving your information from one phone to the next, for example. Um, so all of the code for that is open source. People can review it um, and see exactly how Cake Wallet has implemented that type of approach. Um, as it relates to key generation and, and things like that for how we come up with seeds, we use very, very standard libraries. Like we ultimately probably go the route of just using exactly what Decred uses for its desktop wallets. There's no need to reinvent the wheel on those things. Um, that's what we do with Monero, for example. We use literally the exact same code um, that's used in, in Monero's desktop implementations. So uh, that's the general approach there. Um, but one uh, one cool feature that we added, it's, it's not the same as having a dedicated 
hardware wallet. But uh, one thing we did add for uh, a good amount of security for, let's say, uh, you know, more casual users is what we're calling Cake2FA. And the idea is, you know, people aren't good at coming up with really good, secure, random four or six digit pins to get into their phone. So for the most sensitive functions of the wallet, for example, sending or, or viewing your private key or things, we have a, a TOT implementation where you can you know, scan uh, the secret key on a different phone and then use that phone to provide the TOTP code for the most sensitive actions. Now, we have a whole write-up about this on our uh, CakeWallet Guides website. It's just guides.cakewallet.com. And for those of you who are familiar with TOTP, which is your normal login code thing, um, there's normally a server there that when you start sending them a bunch of bad codes, the server says, now, hold on, wait a minute. And we can't really do that because we don't have a server. So it's definitely not as secure as most people talk about for a standard TOTP-like implementation. but a randomly generated eight-digit code is going to be much more secure than any user-picked four- or six-digit code. So um, that's a very practical security improvement people can have without any convoluted signing processes or anything. And it still has the same security that a normal mobile OS is going to segregate the particular um, you know, secure element components uh, for, for sensitive actions. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, if people are it, have the intent of storing money in a place where they're not going to touch it, they don't want to spend it for a while, then I would say don't put it all in Cake Wallet. Use Cake Wallet as your normal spending wallet that you take around, and get a paper wallet or get an old Linux, old computer, wipe it, put Linux on it, and keep it offline as your as your primary storage. And I think these two can work hand in hand pretty well. Mm -hmm. And 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 you guys know that Cake is on Linux now. Uh, it's on Mac OS now, so you can do that. You can just set up at your home and, and leave it disconnected. Um, you know, with that two FA, um, just a little uh, story about myself. The two FA, I go a little step further. I use the YubiKey Authenticator. So not only do I need another device which opens up the Authenticator, but I need that YubiKey. <laughs> To open up that authenticator, so it's like you have two two additional hardware devices you need to open up the Cake Wallet on my phone. So, as Justin said, is it safe as a hardware wallet? Of course not, because your your private key is definitely in there. It's not separated from your uh, from review key. But you know, it, it's I feel it's pretty safe. And I and Justin yeah. said I I also disagree with with the. Uh, viewers comment that uh, mobile devices are notoriously insecure, which I I think they're more secure than desktop wallets, desktop you know computers. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's um it's a fair point, and and a lot of it does come down to to your kind of use of these devices. I think the notorious aspect of mobile phones is probably based more on what people actually put on those mobile phones than than the actual devices themselves, maybe. Um, but it's all fair points, and I, and I certainly, uh, as a kind of methodical way of doing it, certainly if you're storing um, lots of, of, of any cryptocurrency, you're probably you're probably it's worth thinking of a strategy of not putting everything into one pot. And I, I certainly agree with Justin 
and Vic on that. So, uh, and I, I think your your two FA plus an extra computer idea was is is pretty uh, secure as well. I should imagine. <laughs> but um, there there was a few other things here. I mean, we've got Dave Dave Collins in the in the um, the chat. He just said um, the best way of doing a um, lightweight wallet would be with the blockbook type setup. Um, so I'm sure he'll, he'll pitch in there. He's he's, he's fantastic actually. Um, there was some other stuff. I think you might have covered them. Um, is it possible to isolate your key with Cake Wallet, like like a separate hardware to sign the transactions? Is is that is that a different issue? Is that a different thing? Let me put it up for you. Yeah, so that is currently not implemented. Um, there's two different potential approaches for us to go down that route, and the hard part is we also want to support Monero with any route we go into, which honestly is pretty challenging, but it can be done. So the two approaches is get the private keys off the device and onto a different phone, and then you have them communicate back and forth. With Monero, it's like four rounds of communication you need to do each time you want to spend. Uh, but that's one option. And the other option is a more uh, traditional hardware wallet you plug in, and that has the private keys, and then you authorize spends from there. So. We're interested in pursuing both, but we don't have support for having a private key on a separate device right now, which means, you know, for those who are very in interested in the highest security guarantees, they should only put their spending money on, on this mobile wallet as opposed to, uh, you know, their their offline Linux build that never goes, you know, sits in a closet or something. <laughs> Well, I definitely think that you guys have captivated the Decred audience. We've never had this many comments. Normally we get one or two, um, but we've got tall Americanos like, when um, Cake Pay is available, where can we spend it and, and will it be anonymous? <laughs> so I can talk about the last program. It seems like we have a few fans that have heard of Cake Wallet through Cake Pay, which is great. I'm glad people are interested in, in spending their crypto. And frankly, we feel that that's a real bread and butter is just focusing on you know, fo focus less on the meme trading and more in the, the transactions that are here to stay. So uh, in the past, uh, CakePay Mobile just worked in the United States. The web version also worked in other countries um, with a few less features than the mobile version. But what happened is a lot of people to go to merchants they're familiar with, like Chipotle or CDS or even grocery stores, and they could get a gift card of the exact amount they needed at checkout. And then they could just scan the... Uh, the, the, the redemption code for the QR code, sorry, for the uh, gift card in order to complete their checkout. So they technically were not spending crypto at the merchant. They were just buying a gift card for the exact amount they needed to immediately spend with that particular merchant, which is about as close as we could get it um, without the merchant taking it directly. So um, that was pretty good. It was very good for privacy because the user for that particular program only needed to needed to provide an email. There were limits. I think the limit was set at like $10,000 or so per day of purchases, but it only took an email to sign up for that particular program. And that's a lot better than the typical exchange onboarding process. And the fees are significantly lower. Instead of paying a transaction fee on top of uh, you know, your trade that you do through a traditional exchange, you instead got a discount of one to three percent on the gift card, and you didn't pay the exchange fee. So you really can't. It was really the cheapest way to get out of crypto and into real spend. So we hope to recreate as many of those features when we when we get this program relaunched. We're doing web first, as mentioned, but uh, yeah, it was it was quite 
uh, privacy friendly. And that's that's one of the reasons a lot of our users really enjoyed using that, that um, cake pay program. Yeah, and the uh, upcoming web version, which is going to launch first, it's going to have the debit cards. Um, so to answer his, one of his questions, one of the viewer's questions, with a debit card, you can pretty much use that anywhere. You're not limited to Amazon or Chipotle or whatever. Yeah. That is, wow. That's really cool. Wow. Yeah. I um we well both myself and Tiver have been talking to um the Desert Links who's who's mad about um using crypto and using these these um um gift cards and it, it does intrigue me actually because obviously it's it's quite a, a challenging if you do want to spend whatever cryptocurrency you've got at the moment it's quite challenging to kind of do it over the counter so I, I like this idea of of this midway point yeah. where you know you at the at the um at the checkout you just buy a gift card and then you just pay for it with the exact amount actually um i think that's quite cool what are the um just for context you're talking about joel uh, valenzuela right yeah that's right yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah right 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 yeah i mean look ideally um, ideally you know people in the monero community talk about this all the time and i'm sure bitcoin and decred as well ideally there should be a circular economy where right. you're just always you never leave the crypto uh, world, but uh, until that happens, you know, I, I, we're trying to provide an outlet so people can use uh, their crypto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's debit card are extremely um, practical, yeah. without a doubt. Yep. But I'm also on that uh, belief that someday you won't need debit cards. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only way to really protect ourselves, like a crypto community, is to have circular economy. While we yeah. depend on the on the bridges to fiat, we will always be a little bit at the mercy of the yeah. system. Let's it's like, say it's like that Morpheus Morpheus meme, you know. In the future, you won't have to. You know, how do I cash out a Bitcoin in the future? You won't have to. You know? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, it's right. a good meme. It's yeah. a good meme. So moving forward, um, what other features? What other things are you looking at doing on Cake Cake Wallet going forward? That's a secret. <laughs> yeah, keep it I mean, we don't. I mean, for the longest time, we wouldn't pre-announce any features. Um, that's kind of changed in the last six to twelve months, and it's probably my fault. I get really excited about a feature, and I want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but I, what new stuff coming on? I mean, right now we're working on the on the Cake Pay Web. I think that's a big thing. We're adding Ethereum. We're getting Nano. Uh, Bitcoin Cash, um, Decred, hopefully. Um, what else? We're, what else are we doing? As uh, soon as some, you know, we're looking forward to some decentralized exchanges um, to launch, um, which we're heavily involved in. Um, we'd like to integrate those uh, when the time comes. What else we got, Justin? What else? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is that no. not enough? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, the biggest thing for us in the immediate future is Ethereum. We announced our beta for that last week, and people who are in our beta program can get Ethereum and uh, custom ERC20 tokens for that now. A lot of people like to have stable coins to convert in and out of, so it's, it's very important for us to support that. And we're still evaluating which L2s to add after that, but we do want to add at least one popular L2 on top of that as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
further enhancing our Monero wallet, we have a bunch of pending changes we've kind of, I guess, teased it's to, to various degrees. Um, and uh, there's always other stuff we want to do for each particular asset, like Litecoin. The number of times people tell us to add MWeb and stuff is, is pretty frequent. So, um, but it's, it's great to have so many communities that are involved in their particular implementation. And so, um, yeah, I would say the biggest thing, Ethereum, KKWeb in the immediate future, and we have some immediate Monero improvements, and we're actively working on um, working with Joe in the Decred in integration. Um, we're working on Bitcoin Cash, as, Kate, as Vic said. We're working with uh, Nano. Um, one of our developers is put, building that out. And then, um, oh, he said one other. I don't remember. Oh, we're doing something else as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, think, you know, Justin, Justin mentioned the uh, the beta program we have. Um, I hope your viewers and the Decred community joins that beta program and, you know, it gives them a good opportunity to kind of tell us, you know, hey, I like this, I don't like this, change this, change that before we go live. So we want the community, communities to get involved uh, because in the end, we're building it for them, right? So that's very important to us. We have a you know Telegram group set up for for beta testing, and we love to hear comments and you know anything, good or bad. We want to hear it. But if you guys As want to check out the to... link, so if you guys um... want to check out the link. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. As it relates to Decred, Joe was when Joe was asked was talking to initially us initially about Decred and Cake. One of the first questions I asked would what features should a decrypt wallet support on top of basic sending and receiving? Because, you know, we can do the basic send and receiving and I don't want to blow the scope out of, you know, too far out. So we should, you know, of course, focus on the, the main stuff first, but from there, let's focus on the things that make decred special. And so we talked about some things like staking, voting. Um, I know you guys have a, a, a mixing privacy feature built on decred. So of course that would work well with our audience or investigating that and, and so, you know, it, it's not just, you know, having Decred supported in Cake isn't just, okay, add it and it's done. We want to continuously build upon it. So we already are throwing about some next ideas, but Joe seemed pretty pragmatic in terms of, well, let's get send receive done first, and then we can go from there. And, and that's really the right approach to have. So um, it looks like we'll have a lot to do with Decred in the, in, in the coming months. <laughs> wow, man, that would be amazing if we could just directly mix from the wallet, uh, use the mixing feature, the staking feature, and even the voting. I mean, that would be. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. as it relates to the mix, so the one I investigated the most was the mixing process because we are cake wallet after all. Right, so right, right. Someone right. mentioned the privacy right. feature. We want to figure out exactly what it looks like and exactly what the implementation would look like. And so it seems actually from a technical perspective to be very, very simple. So it's, it's actually less of a particular technical hurdle. It's more of a, can we slash, do we want to do this? And there's no demand for it uh, question on our end. And uh, the UX is something we'll consider as well, but it, it's rel you know, the particular privacy feature you have has certain characteristics, which make it easy on a technical level to add, but a little bit harder actually on a sort of relationship level for us to add. So it's, it's 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 going to be a little interesting. So we'll, we'll try to hammer that up for you guys. Thank you. That's amazing, really, if that was possible. I wasn't even uh, aware. I mean, uh, I started this, uh, uh, this um, uh, what do we have here, this conversation 
thinking that uh, what will be possible is just you know sending, receiving, and maybe, um, but had no idea that even voting would be possible or uh, or mixing and so on. So I'm I'm really uh, pleasantly surprised. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's true. And, and Justin said, as he said, maybe it won't happen on the first day, on the first release, but, uh, you know, it's something definitely to build upon. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just a possibility on the horizon, I'm really excited about that. Um, we never had anything like that on uh, on any mobile wallet, not even close. Even even on uh, on uh, Trezor, we, we are on Trezor, but it's not possible to stake or anything, for instance. The only... You only can do that on the on our the credit on wallet. So, well, I'll say. I mean, I'll say one thing. I mean, our team we like to do things which other people aren't doing. You know, even for Monero, when we launched, I really wanted to do things that other. Well, we were one of the first. One of the first. Well, I'm not saying we were the first. One of the first wallets, but still, I wanted to do things which other wallets aren't doing, like you know, batching of send transactions, for example. Um, so, you know, I think we're going to apply that same philosophy to Decred or to any other coin. You know, just take it a step further, you know, push the boundaries, see what we can do that other people aren't doing. Yeah, I love that. It's amazing. Yeah. And I also uh, can't wait to uh, be able to donate some uh, Decred to Twitter usernames. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Yeah, un unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, Twitter has has broken that API. So, oh yeah, you know right. that feature bird pay doesn't work anymore. Um, ah, it's it's because they 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 broken the with the API. I see, I see. Yeah, I don't know if they did it intentionally or, or, <laughs> or just or they, or they don't know what they're doing. But there are but, other uh, special address services in the case. Yeah, I mean, you you have yeah, we have uh, unstoppable domains. That's right. We have open alias, open alias. We have FIO. Uh, right. We'll right. add, we'll add ENS. You know, Ethereum naming service. We'll add that as well. Which Justin mm -hmm. says it might work already anyway. Um, and for a Twitter type thing, we're looking at other uh, social media. You know, maybe we can do something with Nostra or Mastodon. Yeah, yeah, or or Mastodon or uh, what's a new one? Threads or. And, and jokingly, I said even LinkedIn, but <laughs> that was it. So, so let's see. Amazing. Yeah. So we're looking that looking at that as well. Get that going again in some way or the other because it was it's a fun little feature. I it, yeah. I, I think I used it the most. You know, just giving away giving away Monero and Bitcoin. Yeah. So. But it's a it's a fun feature and it was a really good marketing. I really liked it from that perspective as well. It's great. That's good. That's good to know. Uh, yeah, it's good to see. very creative. You, you have very creative ways of uh, thinking at Cake Wallet, I think. Yeah, there's, there's so much there. I don't know if you saw um, Dave's comment that I put up on the screen, but basically said if you uh, if Cake Wallet supports um, privacy mixing, it's pretty much going to be ahead of all, all others straight away instantly. So uh, I thought that was quite a nice comment. But um, this this sounds absolutely amazing, and I, I I'm just trying to get my head around it all, and I can see the the community is 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 buzzing with this one. 
Um, and it's nice to see that already some of our developers have, have got involved in helping to build build the integration. It's nice when when two projects actually come together rather than just saying, hey, Cake, go and build that. Um, you actually, you, the developers are coming over and they're, and they're, they're participating. And it's really the true sense of open source, really. And I, and I love that. Um, um, just before we round up, we're coming almost like 50, 51 minutes or so. Um, is there anything else that any of you guys would, would like to add that's, that's pressing on your mind just to kind of um, push the point home a little bit? I don't know. I think we've we've covered a lot. Um, I know that there's a huge overlap. I don't know if it's huge, but there's definitely an overlap of the Monero community and the Decred community. Um, and over the years, I've gotten... I think even before Justin came on, I've um, gotten a lot of requests and a lot of, you know, Twitter messages or Telegram messages asking for Decred on Cake. Um, and our team's pretty big now. So I think we have even more opportunity now to to push this along and to do all these extra features we talked about. So I think it'll be exciting. Yeah, I think I, I mean I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. It's, I I rarely install stuff on my phone, but as soon as this is over, I'm going straight over there and having a little look. And I can see from the comments that a couple have already done that. So that, that's absolutely amazing. Just uh, just to get a, a feel for how it all works and stuff. How about you, Tiver? Anything you want to add? No, I would just reiterate reiterate my point from before that I think it's such a um, uh, such a natural combination because Decred is. First of all, okay, it's a privacy coin, but it's also a DAO, right? So one of the salient or let's say central features is this ability to be paid for contributing code to Decred and or whatever it is that one is contributing and the ability to for people who are paid to directly use the money. It's really the bridge that is missing right now in Decred, right? I mean, it's a DAO, but then where is the bridge to the real world use? And and uh, I really believe that cryptocurrency should be used. And uh, I think we got a little bit lost, you know, with all the NFT stuff and so on. So I really hope that uh, crypto will go back to its roots of, uh, you know, private digital cash. So that's my hope. And I'm so uh, thrilled about this um, inter upcoming integration. I want to give a, a final, well, at least one clarification on the uh, on the, the work here. So with KCALT, we're not charging anything either directly or indirectly for the amount of work. So my understanding is Joe is probably going to write his own uh, proposal with the Decred community or something. But none of that is going to have to like be indirectly paid to cake or, or something. We're, we're not asking him to tag, add something along as like a review fee or anything. It's, it's, um, you know, you guys are actually going to be doing, he in particular, or his team is going to be doing a lot of this work. And so we're just doing our little part to make sure that we are reviewing it, helping, advising, getting things built and reviewed and making the code high quality. But, um, yeah, this is not something that the Decred community has to pay us for. Um, so hopefully that puts people's mind at rest as well. Yeah, that's that's not our business model to, hey, you want to be in cake? You got to pay for it. No, we're, we, don't, we don't do that. 
that's, that's not that, a thing. That's great because there's too much of that in the crypto space. So it's great that. Yeah. I mean, somebody wants to pay us a donation, we'll take it, but we're not right, asking right, for right. anything. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, honestly, at this point, I think I think the community is going to throw money at you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Just just looking at the comments, uh, this is this is exciting stuff, and I, I think this is a lot of us um, have behind the scenes going, look, come on, we need something mobile, and it's an actual fact. This is probably the best way of doing it, rather than going down the route of home home growing it again. Let's do what we keep saying. Let's integrate with other people. You know, so far this year, we've we've built a, a bunch of products that the whole purpose is integrating with our, with with other things. So we've, we've um, proposals that have been passed so far. Tivra's got a Vanguard proposal where literally is all about promoting good tech and good decentralized tech. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on as well. But now to actually move away from stuff that we've built and actually go to, to go to something that someone else has built is is absolutely brilliant. It's, it's showing that the pathway is, is is two ways. It's absolutely great. And yeah, I couldn't be I couldn't be more impressed with but with both of you actually. It's, it's amazing. Um, there was one I question hope, that I, I, missed hope, I hope we deliver. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you guys would be absolutely fine. And I think the the collaborative way that Decred works, um, you know, the supportive structures that are in place. It, yeah, it's, it's going to be absolutely fine. Matt asked, and I missed this. I just I just picked this up just a minute ago. But he asked, um, is the built-in exchange based on atomic swaps that settle on chain, or is it instant? Um, is it custodial? Or is it non-custodial? Yeah, that's a great question. Okay. So, as things are today, it is a centralized instant exchange service. So you send your coins to them, and then they'll send you your other coins back. <laughs> Um, and that includes, you know, Decredit Monero. Um, but that's why we're, so up to this point, things have gone really well in that sense. The instant exchange uh, ecosystem is pretty competitive and there's a lot of good, honest players there. Um, so there's never been an issue, but at the same time, I understand why people would prefer for that not to, that trust to not be involved. So that's why, um, you know, we've said that we will add, the Dex Sarai, which is forthcoming and built around Monero support, because that is important to us. Um, so that that type of uh, that type of counterparty risk is not required anymore. So, yeah. So those are third party. You know, the we don't operate the exchange. Those are third party partners, and we have if you count all the indirect exchanges, we have probably I don't know eight exchanges in there. Um, and Cake will find the best rate for you, um, so you don't you don't have to go through each exchange and see. It'll find the best rate for you, and and you know some people like some exchanges, some people don't like them. Some exchanges, so you can turn them on and off, whichever ones you want to use in Cake. Um, but right now it is third party. You send it to them, and you trust them to send it back to you. But so far in five years, uh, we've been business, and I don't think anybody's funds have been been held or confiscated that I know of at least anyway. Oh, that's, that's great to know. Thank, thanks for uh, clar yeah. clarifying that one. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Matt, I missed that one earlier, but uh, no, pr appreciate the, the feedback on that one. Um, 
No, I absolutely love what you what you guys are doing. Um, so before one, 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 sorry, one really tiny point on that as well. Because Cake was is built for the Monero community, you can turn all of these sorts of features off if you want. So you can actually go into privacy settings and you can make it so you can't even accidentally click the exchange button if you want. <laughs> because those are the sorts of things that our users want. So um, yeah, there's absolutely no obligation whatsoever that you use that. You can you know, use whatever other service you want. It just tries to make it pretty easy for people. And our goal for this, you know, upcoming time once Sarai launches and and Havino or some other decentralized exchanges is to mitigate that counterparty risk as well. So sorry, quick point there that based off of us having a tailored product for the Monero community get all sorts of options you might not get in other wallets. Yeah, I think that's, I don't think other people are offering that. Um, I think that's very important. I mean, not only the exchanges you can turn off, but you can turn off fiat pricing. You can add your own node if you want, so you're not using one of our standard nodes. And, and this is all stems from the Monero community because they're very privacy-focused, as Justin said. A lot of cool little features. So I always say Cake is easy enough for a newbie. You just open it up and start using. But if you're an advanced user, you can really go deep. And there's hundreds of little switches you can turn off and on. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. I, th I think you've yeah. covered this, but um, what, another question from Tool Americano was um, what are the transaction fees? Does does um, does Kate take any transaction fees for the exchange? But I think, I think you already answered that one. Yeah, so real quick, um, it says take fees on each transaction. If you're just sending and receiving Decred or sending and receiving Monero or something, we don't take anything. We don't add an output. We don't have an additional fee or anything. There's absolutely no way we make money if you're just sending and receiving transactions on the blockchain. Um, we don't make any money whatsoever there. If you interact with like a third-party service, uh, CakePay Mobile is a good example where you'd get the card at a, let's say, 2% discount when you bought it. Well, we would buy it at a slight discount on top of that and keep some of the difference. So we still pass along part of that discount, but we'd be monetizing that to some extent as well. So that whenever you're talking to a third-party service, well, not every single time, but some of the times we will work with that partner in order to have some revenue share agreement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys, thank you so much for coming on. It's been absolutely amazing. If we go around and just do a kind of um, where can we find you bit now. So if we start with Justin, where, where can we find you? Where, where, where are your tags and stuff? Sure. So I'm at J and then my last name, Aaron Hopper on Twitter. I'm SGP uh, colon magicgrants.org on Matrix. Uh, so Matrix and, and Twitter are probably the easiest way to reach me, um, especially Matrix. Um, so that's definitely the easiest way. Um, and uh, we encourage everyone to join our Cake Wallet Telegram in order to jump in, say hi, join our beta, and you can always reach us there as well. And uh, oh, my email is justin at cakewallet.com. Fantastic. Thank you, Justin. Really appreciate that. How about you, Vic? Uh, I hate Matrix. It always, <laughs> it always lag. It always lags for me. Um, but yeah, you could probably find me there. But Twitter is probably the best way. So it's my first full name, Vikrant, V-I-K-R-A-N-T, NYC as in New York City. So Vikrant, NYC. And my email is Vic, V-I-K, at cakewallet.com. Oh, fantastic. Um, once again, thank you so much for um, for being here today, guys. Um, Tivra, do you want to sign us out? Say your final bit? 
Yeah, um, I mean, uh, I'm really happy about how this conversation went. I learned a lot myself uh, that I didn't know. I didn't know about the, uh, what's still possible in the future with this collaboration, I mean, this uh, integration. So I'm really um, looking forward to it. Uh, one last uh, thought I had, you know, uh, we also have our own decks, so who knows, maybe someday in the distant future, even the decred decks could be uh, somehow integrated in the mobile. Um, it's purely atomic swap based and there is no, um, there is no fees at all. And uh, the decred token doesn't play any role in it. So it's just pure atomic swaps. So who knows? I mean, it's like DEX is, a, it, it is a little slow to do the transaction. It's not, it's not instant because it's atomic swap based, but I think there could be a possibility there also. I mean, there is, a, uh, it's full of possibility and um, I am really can't wait to uh, use, actually use Decred on Cake Wallet. Can't wait to for that day where I can use it. And thank you so much, Justin and uh, Vic for coming, really amazing. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Thank Thanks, you everyone. Yeah, cheers. Great, great discussion. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Take care. It's very, very off the radar, very, very technical. I know you just don't understand what this does. And as soon as you do, you'll switch everything.